once we do get started, I will let you know. What is up, everybody? It is Thursday, July 21st, 21st day of White History Month. The What is it, the fifth year of celebrating it, or the fifth... Yeah, it's the fifth year of us celebrating it. The first year was year zero, right? Um, 2022 AD, 9.02 AM U.S. Pacific, a daylight time here in Los Angeles. And uh, press, press one if the audio is working on uh, Odyssey, O-D-Y-S-E-E. Two if it's not working. If you can't hear me, press two. Um, hang tight, callers. We will get to you. Going to have a fun Thursday show. Hake <laughs> doing a demonstration on how Nick's flights crash. He only crashed one, and that was on purpose. <laughs> Going to have a fun show. I'm excited to show you the, the music, too, by the way. Women's Forum tonight, ladies. It's the third Thursday of the month. Don't miss it. If you miss it, you're lame. But if you're lame, we still love you, right? We love everybody. Uh, I want to cover the climate hysteria, pol- uh, political changes around the world. There's a funny th- little story about LGBTQ, LGBTIQ in South America. And uh, civil war is political violence coming. I have some fun updates, from, in my opinion, about Trump and how he had a tough time condemning the quote-unquote violence at January 6th, the mostly peaceful capital protest. There was a little bit, mostly on the part of the cops. And I love cops, but we don't always support the evil that they may do in the name of the liberals, right? And I may expand more or read more details from that should you stay friends after a breakup. I mean, it seems like the answer should be no, but I mean, I'm no counselor, okay? JLP may have a better, like, response about this, but I would like to respond a little bit more from that far-left enemies of the Christians relevant magazine, liberal Christian magazine, and some other things, and your calls, some of you already on hold with your White History Month contributions, and I do appreciate them. I have not contributed anything to White History Month. You know, I, normally I've, I'll read like a little bio, Wikipedia bio on General Lee or whatever. I haven't done that this year. Hmm. Hmm. But anyway, guys... Let's get right on with the show! Fine. Hassan is the board operator over here, has me cracking up with some of the, uh, you know, the slideshow effects here at the beginning of the show. Fun show ahead, as you can see. (laughs) I love boomer memes. They're just, they're the best. They just are. (laughs) 
Anyway, I am wearing my Forest Home t-shirt. It is one of multiple Forest Home t-shirts that I have. It is a Christian family camp. And I may disavow it, but I probably should disavow my music before I disavow Forest Home. It's a Christian family camp. And I grew up going there. Forest Home, it says, established 1938. You know, uh, uh, the late, great, was he great? Billy Graham had purportedly a spiritual experience at Forest Home. Did you know that? FH, we call it. Um, Who's we? Don't ask. And it has a white bear here. But we do not have polar bears at Forest Home unless you're talking about white people. It's a, you know, it's a printed t-shirt of a forest. For the audio podcast listeners, I'm wearing like a forest greenish. Is it forest green? Maybe a little bit more yellowish than that. Or reddish. Um, t-shirt with a orange sun setting or perhaps a blood moon rising. And black silhouette of trees. It's a print, three colors, and the white bear. Normally, we have black bears there. They're brownish in color, but they're black bears. Or dark brown, but they're black bears. Black bears are are more tame or less killer-ish than brown bears, which is another word for grizzly bears. Those grizzly bears will kill a man, right? But anyway, uh, it's a white bear. Because up in Forest Home, it's a lot of white people. In other words, heaven. It's one mile up from a... <laughs> I'm, chuckle- I'm joking around a little bit, calm down. But, no, nobody's getting up in arms. Uh, the polar bears is a term adopted from the blacks, because the blacks would go polar bear hunting, meaning they would play the knockout game on a random white or Jewish white people in the cities. New York City has a lot of Jewish white people. White enough to be hated, right? Closer to army green. Okay. Thank you, Canadian David. Especially the Canadian army, right? The communist army. (laughs) But yeah, they would say, oh, let's go polar bear hunting. Ooh, the one-hitter quitter! Remember the knockout game? Several years ago, it was all the rage. And Fox News was covering it, about the only establishment media outlet covering it. There was the L.A. Slimes article from Robin Ebkarian, who's supposed to be a Christian because she's Armenian. All Armenians are supposed to be Christian, right? And she said, or not her, but her editor wrote a headline saying, Oh, knockout game is a myth. Something to that effect. JLP interviewed her, Robin Ebkarian. And, uh, who's that other black guy who's a radio show host? He ran for governor in California. Larry Elder. And he's, he jumped all over Robin Epkarian. But it was her editor who wrote that it's a myth. She didn't necessarily say that it's a myth. But she gave credence to the phony politicized idea of hate crimes. Hate crimes. Oh, blacks are mostly victims of hate crimes. Something like that. I don't know what she did. But it was some roundabout a way to ignore or be completely ignorant of um, black-on-white crime, which is more prevalent than most of the interracial violent crime. Blacks commit something like 80% of interracial violent crime, according to something that I think I read from the great Ann Coulter. 
is, can a woman be great? And Coulter, 80%. And she's explained before how the whole hate crimes thing, they finagle it in a way to blame it on, you know, smear the whites. You know, the FBI is part of the people who cover this black, I mean, uh, hate crime thing. They're a bunch of dumb liberals. Look at how they tried to go after Trump with the Russia mess and other things. So anyway, uh, thank you guys. That was a long intro. Side note about my t-shirt. Don't go polar bear hunting. (laughs) Um, Before I get to calls, let me tell you a little bit about the climate hysteria. It's hot out, I hear. Not for me. I mean, it's a little warm for me, but... uh, We have the AC on. Turn on the AC. Morning Brew reports as heat bears down. Sleepy Joe Biden holds off. The far left Morning Brew is reporting this. On an emergency action on the climate. In a speech in Massachusetts, so-called President Sleepy Joe Biden unveiled new executive actions, new executive actions to combat the so-called climate crisis yesterday. And Morning Brew credulously calls it climate crisis. Excuse me, I burped. Um, Not... You don't know what you're talking about, Morning Brew, but anyway. But he still disappointed Democrats, I call them demon rats, who wanted to have him declare a national emergency after the climate legislation was scuttled in Congress. Reminds me of an actual national emergency, which Trump, our greatest president in recent memory, declared, called the border crisis, the invasion. He called that a national emergency. And the mainstream media and the phony politicians, including rhinos, I think, I'm sure, poo-pooed, P-O-O-H, Maybe hyphen, P-O-O-H. Look it up. It's not anything to do with number two. But they are full of it. The people who poo-poo the idea of the immigration being a national emergency. That's an actual national emergency. And it's been an emergency status for, like, decades. Trump declared a national emergency on the border. And then they declare a national emergency on their imagination. Or they want a national emergency on the climate crisis. To me, they're living in their imagination because no one can predict the future. To a certain extent, you may know stuff. But uh, these people neither diagnose the problem correctly nor bring the proper... What's the... uh, Bring the right solution. (laughs) I don't know what these medical terms are. Where's Lisa when I, when I need her? Shout out to the Facebook crew. Am I live on Facebook? I assume so. Uh, so anyway, the steps that Sleepy Joe wants to bring in, his executive actions, include funding wind energy production. And wind, those things kill the birds, according to Trump, and he's right. He never lies. At least not about real things. Um, the wind doesn't always blow, like, those things just fill up landfills, aren't they just made out of fiberglass? Using $2.3 billion to retrofit and protect disaster-prone communities. Oh, oh. 
money for, uh, you know, redistribution of America's wealth, right? Come as about 100 million Americans are under heat advisories and warnings, and they pretend that that's the consistent with climate change. Okay, all right, whatever. Is it man? Is it anthropomorphic? Is it man-made? Austin, Texas, just had its 40th straight day of temperatures exceeding 100 degrees, and uh, some say it's called summer, <laughs> but I don't know. Anyway, so he was set. Uh, yesterday to deliver his climate address. As parts of the world roast and catch fire, President Biden delivered a speech out yesterday outlining his strategy for tackling climate change. This is the far-left morning brew. Many progressives, meaning communists, enemies of America, right? That's what they are, have pushed for Biden to declare a national climate emergency. (laughs) The same people don't think that uh, the invasion is an emergency, right? The ongoing invasion. Uh, Give him more cover to take more action, right? Declaring an emergency. Senator Joe Manchin recently said he would not support climate legislation this summer. According to the far-left Enemies of America AP Associated Press, Biden wasn't planning on taking that step. So, and he didn't, apparently. A third of the U.S., about a third of the U.S. population was under heat warnings. It's called summer. <laughs> and some years are hotter than others. And, you know, I've heard that solar flares have more to do, maybe, I don't know, than uh, CO2. And there's other things that have more to do than CO2, right? But who knows? I just don't trust the liberals. And it's their fault that I don't trust them because they lie. And they don't bring the right solutions. They, uh, they tend to make things worse. It's a female-minded thing, you know, or a Satan-listening type of thing. Anthropomorphic. I don't think that's what anthropomorphic... That's what they mean by anthropomorphic climate change. They mean man-made. I think. Or maybe, I don't know. You're right. Whatever. Uh, thousands were forced to flee their homes in France, Portugal, Spain, because they've been having crazy wildfires. And they're saying, oh, climate change. You know, the, the, the <clears throat> I don't want to say dumb too much, kids. But this beta governor who trolled Florida as, uh, as saying California is so free, so free you can shoot up in front of kids on the street in, what, Sacramento or was that San Francisco? What's the difference anymore? Um, it's so vulgar. Gavin Newsom. Remember when uh, there were wildfires a, f- a couple of years ago or a few years ago in California? He's all with his smiley, weak, lame face. I do call him somewhat of a Chad in his appearance, but don't be fooled within. He's apparently weak. Anthropo- anthropogenic man-made. Oh, okay. I said morphic. Anthropomorphic means looks like an looks like a human or or animal or something, right? I don't know. <laughs> uh, even though it's not, anthropogenic is man-made. Thank you, thank you, guys. <laughs> correct, correct. I need to read the chat and thank you, Big Bump. I don't know. <laughs> uh, phony. These phony governors who don't manage the forests well. They don't. Uh, 
They want control, but they don't deal with the control and power that they have correctly. They botch stuff, they mismanage, they cause more problems than they solve. They're addressing symptoms and not the root. They're evil. They're both corrupt and inept. Incompetent. It's true. In fact, being corrupt makes you incompetent in, some, in many ways. Some people are very competent and corrupt. Uh, I read or heard a speculation that Jeffrey Epstein, for example, billionaire guy, I don't know how he got his money, I don't know if anybody knows, but he was quite competent. Quite competent. Um, and he may have been quite competent at hanging himself. He, maybe he really did kill himself. Ever think of that? <laughs> People say Epstein didn't kill himself. He's a guy, not Christian, a Democrat supporter, Harvard University supporter, and um, he was accused of different things related to minors and uh, dirty sex stuff, along with women and males, and possibly the Mossad, who knows. Anyway, he was corrupt, but he was also competent. But he got caught, so how competent was he? I don't know. Anyway, more than 1,100 1, Europeans have died from the heat, supposedly, as Spain... Oh, listen to this. Listen to this propaganda. As Spain's PM, Prime Minister, put it, climate change kills. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm picturing, who's that guy who said, you, you got what I need, but you say he's just a friend. <laughs> and, you say, and you say he's just a friend. Oh, baby, you... The rapper guy who did it. It was originally a white song, but the rapper colonized the white... Yeah, Bismarcky. Thank you, Hassan. And he's a... Oh, who's that? Oh, that's just a friend. Get out of here. So climate change kills. Get out of here. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Don't say that, Lisa. Lisa knows like some of the lyrics that I didn't pick up on before. Don't listen to that music, kids. So Sleepy Joe announced the executive actions to fight the so-called climate crisis. This is the far-left female run outlet, The Skim, uh, saying this. They're the ones who quoted the Spain's prime minister. Who is Spain's prime minister? Um, in the, anyways, let me read on about Sleepy Joe. Two billion dollars. Move more than two billion dollars in funding from where to where to help communities gear up for extreme weather events like heat waves, wildfires, floods, hurricanes, huracans. By providing funding, Biden hopes to lower the cost of AC and create community cooling centers for low-income families. Oh, yes, I want to be the benevolent dictator. Keep you comfortable... I cracked because I'm growing. I keep you comfortable, slaves. I will get to your calls. Hang tight, guys. Bear with me. By expect... Do I have, like, a weird energy? I drank a little bit of, uh, caffeine today. And by expanding offshore wind areas, he is, says that the United States will create more clean, affordable energy jobs. It's not going to last long, and that's, like, commie capitalism. Some call it crony capitalism. I call it commie capitalism. Because this is not for, like, the long-term good. Government does not create jobs.com. I don't know if that's a real website, but it doesn't. They, uh, they don't create value. 
And even the commie capitalists who do create value, they don't, they're not moral with it. That's why I call it commie capitalism, because it's not, this is not Christian capitalism. Many Americans grew up hearing the words climate change, says the skim ladies. I didn't grow up hearing that, because I'm older than that. And the UN's warnings, oh yeah, the evil UN, let's listen to them. They accused America of racism and human rights violations against blacks of all people. If anything, we're helping them too much, quote unquote, helping. The UN's warnings can sometimes be hard to visualize, so they want you to believe this thing that's in your imagination about the future and be, be afraid. They have kids, I've mentioned this before, they literally have kids going mentally ill over this stuff. I mean, they're mentally ill because they have bad parents, but they're scaring the kids. Kids, don't be scared. Be prepared. You know, like with the crime stuff that I cover and all that. Don't be afraid of the blacks. (laughs) Many are experiencing its effects and suffering. So they say. Um, This far-left female run outlet, The Skim, has tips for uh, dealing with the heat wave. I'll try to cover this fast for you guys. How to avoid common heat-related illnesses when climate change keeps bringing the heat. Be quiet, the skim ladies. Don't worry your pretty little heads. Shut this down, wrap it up, or keep it going and keep making that money off off the sinners. But you are sinners too, ladies at the skim, if you're watching. Okay, so common heat-related illnesses to look for. Sunburns. Oh yeah, I got a sunburn. And some speculate it may have been because I was taking the antibiotics because I got my tooth worked on. Remember that? Got another appointment on Monday. And so I got hives from my sunburn. (laughs) Terrible. Anyway. Literally white man, male, man? Allergic to the sun. (laughs) Those blacks, they got me. Uh, light from the sun or artificial light like tanning beds. UV radiation happens when the sun was, uh, the body is exposed to UV. Skin will turn red and be painful to to touch for relief. Stay out of the sun until your sunburn heals. Put a chilled cloth or lotion on the area. Thank you. Um, broad spectrum sunscreen with at least 30 SPF next time you go out. This is for the, uh, light skins. Heat rash happens when blocked pores trap dirt and sweat. Blah, blah, blah. Heat cramps. Ugh. Mostly affect people who sweat a lot. Loss of water and salt um, leads to these cramps or pain in the abdomen and arms and legs. I haven't dealt with that before. But they say drink water, have a snack every 15 to 20 minutes, they say. Avoid salt, they say. Huh. Call a medical professional. Heat exhaustion happens when your body loses a large amount of water and salt. People who work in hot conditions like farmers, construction workers. So... (laughs) who are not the target audience of the far-left females at the skim. But take off any extra layers, socks, shoes, hats, cold compress on your body, drink cold water, go to the emergency room. Plenty of water is a, is a good solution in general. It's good for you. Not too much, but plenty. Uh, heat stroke is the most serious. Your body overheats, been in the sun for a long period of time, more at risk if you're over 65 or live with chronic illness. Or a weakened immune system. They, I've heard speculation, by the way, you know, the, the China virus vax, Lisa, you can fact check me if you like. 
that that can weaken your immune system. Or, or maybe even does, I don't know. So, just a warning about that. I don't know if there's any truth to it. Okay? But I have heard that. So, move the person to a shaded, cool area. Call 911 if you, know, if you or someone you know is experiencing heat stroke. Might faint or have slurred speech, confusion, seizures, hot skin. That's, uh, those are some of the symptoms. Remove layers of clothing. Cool the person with cold water or air circulation like a fan or air conditioning. So, anyway. Avoid high-impact outdoor activities like running or sports, at least when it's hot out, they say. I was a, when I was a kid, we would run. I mean, we ran at 6 p.m. On the, every summer, and in the morning we would run. And then during school time, we would run at 2 or 3, 2.30 or 2.40 or 3 p.m. Plenty warm out is kind of uh, not too bad. You wa- drink enough water, you'll do okay. At least we did. And that was in the San Gabriel Valley. It wasn't that cold. I mean, it wasn't that temperate. Take advantage of air conditioning as much as you can, they say. Fill up that water bottle. Hydration is key to avoiding heat-related illnesses. See? It may be tempted to grab that frozen marg. Marge? Make sure you have water along with it. What's a marg or marge? Don't forget your pets. Make sure they have plenty of water and a cool place to rest throughout the day. Wear sunscreen. Even if it doesn't seem that hot outside, sunscreen is critical to avoid sunburns and skin cancer. I remember I went to a wedding once on the beach. Oh, Margarita. Thank you, Hassan. He's in the world, but not of it. He knows. (laughs) These ladies at the skim. Um... I got sunburned at a, on a cloudy day at a wedding one time, years ago. Who knew? Some people knew. Anyway, that's that for that. I will cover these uh, stuff going on in UK, Sri Lanka, uh, Argentina. Very interesting info in Buenos Aires. Good air. Uh, good air, Argentina. Buenos Aires. Or good breezes? I don't know. But first, let me get to a call or two, guys, and then I will check for Super Chats. William in California is on the line. William, how are you doing? Happy White History Month. Hey, what's going on, James? Happy White History Month to you. Thank you. Uh, Let's uh, give our White History Month, let's go with uh, George S. Patton. Nice. George S. Patton. You know, George S. Patton um, had a the 761st um, Division. Was it a division? That's the Black Panthers. And that famous speech when he said, Men, Negro soldiers are sought to be failures, but you will not fail me. Nice. And you will kill as many Nazis as you possibly can. Hmm. If you look up that speech, it's one of the best. Nice. As George S. Patton is one of our best commanders. Right on. Yeah, I, uh, I've heard good things about that man. And that I use the term man, like, because I heard man. that he was a man. He was a man. Yeah. He was a man. He t- 
told the Black Panthers, you won't let, look here, you not only have your country depending on you, you have Negro people at home depending on you. And they expect great things from you. And the Black Panthers never surrendered. They were hard fighters, and one of the best mechanized divisions ever. Nice. Not to be confused with the with the domestic uh, group. That's the ones that all the dummies uh, know (laughs) about. That's a spinoff. Right. That's a spinoff from the real Black Panthers. Like you had that guy on your show one time, and he says, sure, I know who the Black Panthers are. I said, do you know who the Black Panthers are? He he responded so quick, oh, I know who the Black Panthers are. No, you don't. That's that's the Panthers from the 60s. That's a spinoff from the real Black Panthers. So, George S. Patton. Hey, he was born in San, right over here in San Gabriel, California. Yeah, that's right. Wow. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. In 1885. Wow, he was born his father, in 18... His father was a general, too. Nice. Yeah, so. Nicknames. White History Month. Nicknames Bandito. Bandito. That, that, that Bandito was his nickname in old, uh, what's that, Blood and Guts? Yeah, Old Blood and Guts. <laughs> what a cool that's name. right. That's uh, right. Always famous for having his pearl handle pistols. <laughs> yeah, he had those pistols on his hip. Wow, like a revolver, like a uh, old yeah, old western yeah, type. Two, of I think he had two of them. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I've, he was. Um, I've never seen any one. of the movies about him, but I've heard good quotes about him talking about uh, we yeah. need, we should have continued and fought the commies. Yes, if we do, if they would have listened to him uh, after World War II, uh, we probably wouldn't have had the Cold War. Wow! And it, you know, it, we it was, we yeah. might. I wonder if we would have had the cultural rot that we have today. Maybe we would have, but uh, yeah, uh, yes. Maybe it, not to the I mean, extent that we do today. You know, I think he was a four-star general. I think he's only been. Let me see. Were there any six-star generals? I think George Washington may have been a six-star. Wow. Uh, not too many, but uh, if you if you're five or four, you're pretty up there. Yeah. 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 Pretty up there. Yeah. So uh, the uh, it's just a far cry from uh, what we got going now. Yeah. But, uh, George S. Patton. What a great man he was, and that's White History Month. There were... I sent you video of some black girl in New York trying okay. to run off with her scooter, and she's being detained and arrest, <clears throat> arrested, and uh, here comes everybody out of the blue. Oh, you just threw a girl to the ground. No, that, I think, is a suspect. Yeah. And I don't know who told black people that you cannot be arrested. Who told the blacks that they can't be arrested? <laughs> I don't Would know. Would that person please stand up? <laughs> yeah. Because the, the the behavior, I was just thinking about this this morning, the behavior of the blacks right now is really, really bad. But I have to say, it's worse. It's, it's the worst thing about their behavior is other blacks, especially calling in this show, other blacks not wanting to address it. I think that's more bad behavior than the behavior itself to not address it. 
Yeah, the dodging of it, the excusing, and uh, and di- it, what, what about the white people? Right. What the about the white too? people? Yeah, I know it's ridiculous. Yeah, that 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 one right there might be worse than the behavior itself is to not address it. That's true. It's it's because, does not reflect yeah. well on the so-called community. Well, the, I, the, I, that I particular to, culture. Yeah, I used to go over the fence. And in my neighborhood growing up and take these plums off these trees. And uh, we would get the plums and we would get the apples and me and my brother. And, yeah. you know, we'd go, go in the neighbor's fish pond and screw around with their fish in the pond, their little koi fish or whatever, you know. Uh-huh. And they would, call, they would call. They would, you know, these people, these neighbors, they would call my parents. They'd yep. call my mother. They said, oh, Betty, Betty, the boys have climbed the fence. <laughs> And and they're trying to bring back alive some of the fish that they killed. And William is up in the tree taking all the plums and him and his brother over here. And my mother never one time said, not my sons. Right. She would say, send them around here right now. You know. Right. And so that's what I'm trying to point out is that what is not, it's not so, what is going on with everybody of the blacks that, that don't want to address these problems that we have in the black community it's, today. It's really shameful and ridiculous. It's, it, you know, I was looking at, you know, the, uh, somebody called my show yesterday talking about the overreaction, the ridiculous, phony overreaction to those two little cute little black girls who didn't get hugged mm-hmm. by the Sesame Place uh, parade uh, person yeah. who actually so they heard, made a big deal out of that. Oh, they made a big deal. I saw black lawyers like talking and preaching about, oh, you don't treat our black girls this way and stupid stuff like that. Like they're hung up on yeah. being this fake victim thing, and they're the worst. Well, what it really was is they the 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 the, the thing or whatever it was supposed to be was trying to say no, we're not picking up any kids, but oh. you see, they made it something else. Yeah. Yeah. It is love being victims. This woke generation, they just love being victims. I don't know why do you like to be a victim. It's yeah. like the last thing that you should want to be. Yep. Be a patriot. Stand up for yourself. If somebody sees something in your community that's not correct, address it. Yeah. Don't call in and say, what about the whites? Because if we're talking about the whites, we'll talk about the whites. Yeah. Like we just talked about George S. Patton. Yep. But when we talk about something that the blacks are doing, don't say, what about the whites? Right. Let's address what the blacks are doing. Yep. And what the blacks are doing, I think it's almost 80% of the violent crime in this country is committed by only 12% of the population. Hmm. You I don't think I don't know if that's that, I don't know, but it's, that's it's it's definitely out of control. Pretty high, yeah. And then pretty the ex- high. like you said, the excuse making and the the hung up on the Could whites and the fake racism stuff. That is that is, I think it is worse. It's what's it could conti- be worse. It, it could is be what's worse. continuing it. That's what's that's what's exactly. encouraging it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. When you say not mine. Yep. Like I said, I've never heard my mother or my father tell any of our neighbors right not mine no my mother told me one time 
let me tell you something. Mrs. Stumblefield is paying house <laughs> note, car note, taxes. Her husband's working. Nice. Your father's working. I'm working. We're all here working. William, and he tells me to my brother, William, Brian, let me tell you something. Those people have no time to sit up and lie about YouTube. I know. <laughs> so I appreciate there it, it William. right there. Yeah. Good all to right. hear from you, man. So, good to hear from you, and have a good one. Take care. Some uh, funny chats over here, um, or decent chats over here. I think I, I think I saw one over here that I wanted to share. Oh, just that one. Carver five three one says Nick Stream Airlines always loses my bags. <laughs> uh, do check out Nick Stream. He is live on Fridays sometimes, four p.m. Pacific time. Um, he is not here in the studio with us. It's Hassan flying solo on the, uh, on the board. Nice. A quick study. But Nick's stream is live on YouTube currently. And he is, and you can support him. Super Chats directly through YouTube. It's very handy. I do recommend it. Uh, usually 4 p.m. Uh, Fridays, sometimes other times. And he does, they're talking about airlines. If you haven't caught it, catch it because um he has he has some flight simulator experience and he is bringing that experience to you <laughs> and the super chatters are buying first class tickets i heard very nice <laughs> uh that's cool john frederick says mrs stumblefield <laughs> i know what a, what awesome like old-school American-sounding names, if that's real. He mentioned George Patton, my prior caller, William, in California. Um, he died in Heidelberg, Germany, Allied-occupied Germany, and some say that it may have been a hit. They killed him, says Brandon M., for speaking up, speaking up against the Russians. And this was back when the Russians were actual... Har, uh, legitimate enemies of America, not like not so much like today. <laughs> they were more powerful in comparison with us. I mean, they were close, you know, or something, and they were very subversive. And now we have the subversives in America, who are not necessarily Russians. Yeah, there's some Russian descendants here in America who are enemies of us, but some said that the Russian. Russians or Jewish people or whatever they were uh, infiltrated our education world, you know, academia. And the dumb, useful idiots, sorry kids, or forgive me children, excuse me parents, adults, but I remember there was this guy named Xander Hall or something like that. I'm blanking on his name a little bit, I think. But I debated him alongside others on a panel, in-person panel in, like, Dallas, Texas for modern-day debate. I think it was my first debate, and I was talking, first in-person debate there of two. And I said that most of academia is a bunch of dumb liberals. And he said, well, why are they liberals? Maybe because they're more educated, and then the more educated you get, you're going to be more liberal because you're more knowledgeable and educated. I'm like, no. It is a closed, in their own little world, whole 
pack of lies, to quote a, to quote a liberal writer. I assume he's liberal, right? It's all been a pack of lies. I'm blanking on that guy's name, but you guys know who I'm talking about. In the air tonight, Phil Collins. It's all been a pack of lies in the, in the uh, academia world. They get worse and worse and worse and worse. More and more and more and more off the deep end. They're not for free speech, especially not the freedom to tell the truth. They don't like true speech. They hate Christianity, white people, men. Um, sensibleness. So... Yeah, uh, our enemy is within. So these, it's so funny how these liberals today, they're, they're so based and brave calling out the Russians today. Sorry, you're about 60 or 70 years late, you know, or 80 years late. They're, call, they're so based in calling out the, the slavers. Oh, sorry, they're all dead. And you're worse than them, by the way. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, the slave owners. Ridiculous. Tony ABE says, Knowledge without wisdom is not power, but poison. Yep. So, uh, thank you for your call, William, over there. Um, Speaking of the world, before I get back to calls, hang tight, guys. Let me tell you about this. uh, This far-left female-run outlet, The Skim, reports about the UK. Another place that is run by its enemies. UK, shout out to the beautiful people over the UK, the, JL, the fellow JLP fans, the fellow Bond supporters, and, other, and all that. Yesterday, the so-called conservative party, it's a misnomer, they're not conservatives. Unless you just mean the typical conservatives today who just let, just cave to everything evil. Narrowed down the country's next prime minister to, listen to this, Rishi Sunak. What? (laughs) I'm sorry, is that a nice English name? Rishi Sunak. A British politician, very British name, too. Served as chancellor for the Exequir, whatever that is. From 2020 to 2022, chief secretary of the treasury. Uh, member of the so-called Conservative Party, born in Southampton General Hospital in 1980, 42 years old, British. His wife is Akshata Murthy, married in India. Yeah, I think it's an India name, Rishi Sunak. He does look like he may have some British in him. I'm looking at a picture of him. Do you want to look up Rishi Sunak for me, uh... There, uh, Hassan. Rishi Sunak. I may be able to drag this picture in the folder, actually. Let me see if I can do that. He looks a little wild-eyed. Okay, Chancellor Rishi Sunak. I dragged it into the folder. I Just refresh that folder if you can. Um, he, he may have some British in him. He may have some British in him. You know, a lot of the India was occupied by the Brits for a while. I don't know. Uh, let's see about this early life here. Because this is the guy who's looking to become the next prime minister, or else some woman, I'll tell you the woman's name. Early life and education. Parents 
Yashvir and Usha Sunak, both of Indian descent. You think? <laughs> I, it's just a little obnoxious to me. I almost said insulting to me. It is an, a little insulting that once Great Britain or the UK, United Kingdom, is run by a queen and a bunch of female-minded liberal males and communists and females, and they're letting, look at this guy, look at this guy. He does look, a, he has a little bit of a British look to him, right? Some structure to that face, a little bit of a long face, a little bit of a, like a, a long nose. He gotta, he gotta have some not just pure India Indian in him, right? Looks almost like my dad, but uh, with a thicker hair and a little bit more ethnic. <laughs> Big old ears, but he at least his hair is big enough. Well, I, anyway, I don't know. He's not a bad-looking guy, but it's not a... That is no UK prime minister. You know how they're getting rid of Boris Johnson, which I'm glad, I guess. I was never... I don't know that I was ever that excited about Boris Johnson. And then this other lady they're looking at. So that's, so that's that for that guy. There, this other lady, Liz Truss, L-I-Z, new name, T-R-U-S-S, Liz Truss, married to Hugh O'Leary. I don't know why her name isn't Liz O'Leary. And she looks a little more, perhaps, you know, white, normal white, British, maybe, I don't know. And that's nice, I guess. Liz Truss. But why are you putting a female for prime minister? Please, please, please. She was active in the liberal Democrats, though, by the way. You know, young people, you can cut them some slack for having been liberal, I guess. I don't know. She's been described as to the left of labor, though. What? So that's, those are, these are the two people. Oh, I, dra- I think I dragged her. Liz Truss, official portrait. You see that? Uh, so these are the two people that the so-called conservative party is looking at for replacing Boris Johnson. The fat guy with the wild hair who had parties, and good for him having parties during the China virus shutdowns, which they didn't need to shut anything down, in my opinion. It's ridiculous, in my opinion. There she is. That's Liz Trust. So they're looking at these two people for the next country's next prime minister because they voted the Boris Johnson out or he resigned or something. He's all, hasta la vista, baby. I heard. I heard he said that. Hasta la vista, baby. Oh, that's uh, Boris Johnson. A rhino. The, the equivalent of a rhino over there, you know? <laughs> So, poor UK. We're praying for you, UK people. The based UKers. I know there are some whom I call brothers and uh, sisters. There are some some nice ladies who over there, I think, still. Whoa, hey, not commenting on her looks. That's a first. Oh, yeah, she's mildly attractive. She's a little old for me. Oh, or a lot old, I guess, for me. Where, when was she born? (laughs) Uh, we're not, she's married anyway, it doesn't even matter, why are you guys, why are you bringing that up, Frankie BLM? <laughs> Let's see, she's 46 years old. Wow, only born in 1945. I mean, 75. 
And Rishi, born in 1980? Born in 80? Yeah, 1980. Yikes, imagine, like I was born in 81. Imagine me being Prime Minister of UK. Yikes. <laughs> well, some people are more mature. The overreaction was more destructive than the China virus itself. Yeah. Uh, you're right, Fatso. <laughs> he called himself Fatso in the ch- Fatso in the chat. So poor UK, we're praying for you. We're pulling for you. I know we have a lot of problems here in the United States too. So we're not judging you, but we do call you foreign. I call you foreign foreigners now, except for the brothers over there, brothers in spirit, and perhaps in blood of a of a sort. You know. So, let me get to another call or two, guys. Alex in Oklahoma. Alex is on the line. How are you doing, Alex? What's up? Hi, I'm doing well. How are you? Oh, hey, doing well as well. Nice to hear from you again, I think. Yes, uh, man, I have a question, not a question, but I'm trying to get some advice from you. You want advice from me? Yes. Do you really think I have good advice for you? Or may have good advice for you? Well, I don't know. You're white, right? I am white. Do whites have good advice? Maybe? Well, you claim white people are smart, you know? Many are. I didn't say I was, but... But, uh, yeah, in some ways, I think think I'm smart. (laughs) I heard JLP say, if you think you're smart, then you're dumb. So, uh uh-oh. But anyway, go ahead with your question, I guess. Yes, uh, my girlfriend is asking me for more money, more money every day. I don't know what to do. Uh, what have you told her so far? Or have you answered her well, when she asked? I give, I give, well, I told her I will give her more. And I, I told her I will give her more, but she said, like, if you don't give me more by next week, I will leave you alone and stuff. Oh, okay. Uh... Don't you have other mm-hmm. girls too? Like, haven't you? Isn't it pretty easy for you to get girls? Well, the other girls are just you know like they are not my girlfriend. Oh, uh, okay. And you're serious? You're not trolling me right now? No, like I was going to ask my dad, but my dad is no good. I don't talk to him, so that's why I called you. You know. Oh man, uh, how? Why do you say your dad's no good? Because like he used to beat my mom up. Well, maybe you could, like, find a healthy balance between beating uh, a woman and, and, uh, and giving her more and more and more of your, of your money when she asks. Find a, find a nice balance. Maybe talk to your dad. And, uh, like, it would well, be a like, good idea. I don't him because, huh? It, I think it might be a good idea to talk to your dad a little... Well, I don't even have his number, you know. Whenever my mom told me that he broke her nose, then, like, I don't talk to him. Oh, but you don't necessarily want to believe her, because what did she do to get that broken nose, you know? Like, not that I condone breaking a woman's nose. I do disavow such such things. <laughs> I laugh, but, but it's not funny. Uh, and plus, like, when I was, like, uh, 13, he left me, so that's why I don't talk to him, you know? He left, but he was, as JLP might say, your father didn't leave you, he left your mama. Don't be mad. And then you can get that 
courtesy of uh, Lock Your Door on rebuildingtheman.com slash stores in the Jesse Lee Peterson uh, Spreadshirt store. How would you rate her sandwich skills? Under a six, no money. Machine broken, find a new one. <laughs> Thank no, you, Brandon. Like, whenever, my dad, whenever my dad left, he left me. My mom told me that he left me and my sister because he didn't want to raise us, so our mom raised us, you know? But maybe he didn't want to deal with her. Like, he didn't, maybe he didn't like breaking your mom's nose, and so he didn't like doing that, so he couldn't control himself, so he left. There's, re- there's other reasons that fathers leave. Don't believe your mom just because she said stuff like that. You don't know. You, she doesn't know him. She's not a mind reader. M- women oftentimes may see a, a, a thing that a weak man may do and read all into it and, and make up stuff, and she thinks that it's real, and she'll tell the children that it's real but, or other people that it's real, but that's not re- the real story. Even though well, she was, even really though nice. she was there, she she may be uh, deceived and deceiving others. You know, go ahead. She may be deceived and deceiving others. You don't want to believe that. That's but my it, mom. My mom is really nice. You know, like she she tells me the truth. I never caught her line. You know, just because you never caught her doesn't mean she always tells you the truth. Yeah, but that's and, my and hey, so hey, she. What if she's deceived too? She really th- believes stuff from her, about his motivations. How can she know his motivations? She doesn't necessarily know. Well, I don't know. They were together like for almost like uh, like maybe ten years, and then they broke up. Right. That doesn't. But that doesn't mean anything. Lots of people are together for a long time, or they're friends for a long time, and a falling out happens, and you're only getting one side of the story. But my dad, he was supposed to be a man, you know, stay home and raise kids, you know? Uh, fair enough. Why not, why not, why not get his side of the story if, you, if you're... Or at least give him the chance to give his sto- side of the story. <laughs> I don't think he, he will talk to me, you know. He probably blocked me on Facebook or something. But you're, but you're saying probably, so... Uh, so you don't know well, like, for sure. I don't know... How- but anyway, I don't know how to get, I don't know how to get hold of him anymore. Okay, if you don't know how to get ho- get hold of him, I recommend not going around talking about him like that. Since you don't know the story, leave it as an I don't know. Yes, but I do take care of my mom. You know, I give her a lot of money every month. And you also take rent. care of your new mama, this girlfriend allegedly. Does she live with you? Yes, uh, she is a strong black woman. So <laughs> are you serious? Yes. <laughs> Does she speak Spanish or no? No, she's a black American. And are you trolling me, man? <laughs> these are these calls mm-hmm. are like too perfect, some say. No, like she told me she was a strong black woman and uh, I told her I like that, you know. But if she's strong, she doesn't need your money. She got her own thing, Miss Independent. What a great song. Yeah, I like but, that song. Uh, I'm not getting yeah, any. Yeah, but she's <laughs> She's a model. She's a model, so she spends like a lot of money, like two thousand per month, just like on her nails, on on her hair, you know, stuff like that. Tell her this. Never mind. Um, she can. There's ways that models can get money. Yeah, but I don't know. Like she's gonna leave me. I don't know what to do. Like I might be alone. I don't know. That's that's fine. It's 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 honestly good for you to be. A, 
alone sometimes. You don't want to. You don't want to be living with a girl with a girl unmarried. Aren't you a Christian? Yes, I am. But she says she want to have a baby like a mixed baby. You know, Mexican and Black American. She want to have some. Mixed oh yeah, babies. those are very cute. The the Black Hispanics. Are you a yeah, white? You know, are you a white Hispanic? Or are you more like uh, Indian looking, like a like American Indian looking, like Inca no, like more or like Aztec? A white. Oh, you you have pretty light skin. Yes. Okay. She said, like she loved this black and brown kid. Yeah, uh, but you don't want to make kids out of wedlock. That's not good for the kids. It's not good for you, or it's nor is it good for the your model girlfriend, alleged model girlfriend. Yeah, that, that's true. Yeah, that, but like I'm still having sex out of wedlock, so don't do that. What's the difference? I don't I, know. Yeah, uh, cut that out. Like still having sex out of wedlock. Yeah, yeah. Don't do, don't do that. Yeah, don't have sex out of wedlock. That's called fornication. Oh, oh, the Bible, the Bible speaks against that. You know that. Yeah, but if I if I still having sex out of wedlock, I'm probably sure she's gonna leave me because she loves having a lot of sex as well. I know G- girls like that because they're controlling you. I hear, I hear, I hear. I don't speak from experience, <laughs> uh, but um. It's not good. You're, 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 you know how in the Bible with Adam and Eve, yeah. the, the woman listened to the serpent who went against God. And so the woman uh, followed the serpent and the man followed the woman who followed the serpent. So you have like an upside down world where the woman's the boss and you're not the boss. And you want to be the boss because you can lead her if you follow God, you're leading her towards God rather than she leading you towards Satan and herself, like well, Satan's leading her. So don't you don't want it like that? You have it upside down, man. Yeah, but don't like, give her my money. Dad was never, don't give her money because she's using you. That's not good. You don't want to be used, or do you? No, I don't want to be used, but at the same time, like I don't want to be alone, like you know. Well, you're gonna have to figure out which one is more important your your life. Or, uh, your, uh, by the way, Hassan says she wants you to say no, actually. Women yeah, want, like, women want, they, women kind of like correction. Yeah, like, she corrects me a lot of times. No, I you, no, 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 she wants you to correct her. Be a man! Well, Do the I right thing. Man, she don't, she don't listen to me, she never listens to me. That's because you keep on giving her money and having sex with her, because so you're not someone to to listen to. But if you stop giving her money, and then uh, maybe she'll withhold the sex, and that'll be good for both of you, really. And maybe she'll yeah, move out, and that'll, like, and that'll be good for both of you, really. Yeah, but like the reason I give her money is because like my mom has never my mom had well like uh, my dad left my mom right. Uh huh. So, like, she never had any man spoil her, so I'm trying to spoil my girlfriend, you know, I'm trying to be <laughs> a perfect example for her, you know? That's not a perfect example to spoil anybody, man. Uh, you poors, you poors are like, I never want my children or my whoever to, like, suffer and struggle like I did. But that was, like, good for you guys to suffer and struggle. And now you're, like, spoiling your kids. Anyway, 
Man, I encourage you to, you're a little out, perhaps outside my forte. I think I'm giving you decent advice, but I encourage you, if since you have some money, save the money that your girlfriend is asking you and contact Bond, 1-800-411-BOND, 800-411-2663, and uh, you can call it even right now, anytime, 9 to 4 Pacific time, which is, uh, if it's mountain time, it's um, 10 to 5. If it's central time, it's 11 to 6. If it's eastern time, it's noon to 7. Or even off hours, you can call 800-411-BOND, 1-800-411-2663, and uh, request some private counseling. And schedule that, well, and I- it's, it's quite affordable, and it's better, than, it's better to give your money to bond towards something that's doing good in the world rather than your girlfriend who's leading you into hell. I gotta go well, though, man. Just, nice talking with you. Oh, all right. Happy White History Month well, to you. Right. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Adios. Yeah, have a good day. You too. Uh, super chat from Brandon M. Maybe his mom asked his dad for money. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, he said that his dad broke his mom's nose. And I don't laugh at that. I'm laughing with her, not at her. Right? I'm going to get back to calls, guys. Um, and some more interesting stories. Truly, I think they are interesting stories that I shall share with you, including, uh, should you stay friends after breaking up? <laughs> but it's time for some music. We're past the top of the hour, guys. Shoo, shoo. X-I-U, X-I-U. Nice white music, but not on the inside. It is dark. Um, and, you know, this might be a little rough for the kids, so leave the room, kids. Because um, there's some imagery in the lyrics that may be a little disturbing if you're tender-hearted or highly sensitive. Some of the ladies and the tender-hearted males may want to leave the room. But I, I'm a fan of, of, of Shoo Shoo's music, I guess, even though it's not Christian. Okay, so uh, this is entitled Bog People from the 2005, I think, album? La Forêt. La Forêt. How do I say that, Nick? It's, uh, it's French. It's for the forest. But anyway, here it is, Bog People from Shushu. And I'll be back for the rest of Hour 2. Hang tight, you musical Philistines. <laughs> and I'll be right back.
back There will always be happiness There will always be a endless risk to crush There will always be a hopeful heart to disrespect Isn't this so good? Tortured? It's kind of music. This is the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> so good. Sounds like a David Bowie collaboration. Hey, play Swans, Man of War, Bridge of Death. I remember Shu Shu being more tolerable to listen to than this, says John Frederick. Hey, fellow Shu Shu fan. <laughs> Hang tight, collars. We will get to you. Hang tight, collars! Does this song have a mosh part? Lin Yen Shin says, I keep trying, but Streamlabs won't take my credit card anymore. I can't super chat Lord Goodhair, and it is annoying. Yeah, what a shame. Billy Bob says with the super chat on streamlabs.com slash the Hague report. You know, you might try Odyssey if you're not banned on Odyssey, Lin Yen Shin. I don't know if you're banned on Odyssey. <laughs> Odyse.com slash at the Hague report. Audio abuse, the pain, says Lin Yenshin. Are you sure your CD isn't cracked and malfunctioning? Billy Bob says, I will double that with this super chat if you stop with the music. <laughs> Billy Bob, don't tempt me with your money. But thank you. I appreciate the support for hake music and fake music. And what a mess. Hake, I'd rather have Tom Brady throw a throw footballs at my, uh, where it counts, then listen to this drivel. What the heck? What the H? Um, I thought it was kind of poetic, and, uh, you know, I, if I were a junior high school girl or a teenage girl, I might write a letter to, <laughs> to uh, don't make me unmute, AJ. <laughs> Alex, see, people are listening to Alex Jones concurrently on silent while listening to the Hake Report. <laughs> Pretty funny. If you are a fan, complete the sentence. I forget what I was saying. I'm blanking on what I was saying. Anyway, um, I do like the drama and the angstiness of that uh, stuff. A lot of people have been unable to super chat. Um, try, let me send it, show you how to super, there's also Odyssey, ody.com slash at the Hake Report slash live. It's another way to super chat. Maybe I'll set up another super chat platform because Streamlabs is tough for some. Very tough. Al yes, that's right. Alex Jones is my competitor. But when I turn on Shu Shu, no, we're good over here, says Brandon M. Meaning you don't want any more people. <laughs> Did you guys ban Lin Yen Chin because he, he speaks, he communicates so oddly for your tastes? 
<sighs> oh, I have to get to Rick in Maine. Uh, my main man. My main boomer, Rick, in Maine. And I love boomers. What's up, Rick? How are you doing? Happy White History Month. All right. Happy White History Month to you, my friend. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Well, I'm headed back home finally. Right on. So that's a, that is a good thing. I've uh, been out here running around for about three weeks now. It's time to go home and take some time off. Yeah. Respect to the truckers. Shout Thank out to you. the truckers. We, we don't get much of it out here, James. <laughs> yeah, people don't give them enough room. They drive right next to them. They... Cut them off. Uh-huh. It's ridiculous. Yep. That is a fact. And a quick couple of shout-outs, if I may. All right. Hey, William. And Asma Door. How you doing, folks? Good to hear you there, William, earlier. Um, for the most part, James, uh, the reason why I give a call back is the question was arose about why the blacks are acting acting the way they are? You mean it's, like you mean like with them complaining about two little cute little black girls not getting a hug from the sesame thing, and they're they have lawyers speaking out against it, and then they're pretending like it's a horrible thing that this Jayland Walker blah 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 guy got shot at sixty times or so. Um, mm. After shooting at police and running from them and leading them on a wild chase, and then they're yep. they're crying victim over stuff like that. So that's what you're. That's the type of action that you're calling out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's it's all based on one very simple word: honor. You have no honor. You have no integrity if you believe that, because if. A law enforcement officer asks you to do something, then just do it. Don't go causing a ruckus and acting like you don't know what they're talking about or you don't care or whatever. Put some honor back in your ethnicities. (laughs) Yeah. It goes a long way when you start respecting people and doing as you're asked to do rather than going to the extremes of having a weapon in your possession or not and uh, someone asks you to stop. You don't stop. The officer knows you've got that weapon and he is going to do something. Because he doesn't know for sure if you've got one, you may have another. Yeah, it's true. I like that term, honor. You don't hear a lot about honor nowadays. That's right, because it was never taught to the youngsters as they were growing up. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. I like that language, youngsters. Now the youngsters are oldsters, and it's embarrassing. Like We're overgrown children. Shameful. And, uh... Most of us that are in my age group know what honor is and what respect is because we was brought up with it. You know, the boomers do have their flaws, and I think that that led to even more flaws in the next generation and even more in the following. And the worst, even worse. 
Uh, I think it's, I think the decline has been a long time coming, but you're right, there is some, there are some values that the older people have, or were raised with, that did contain them a little bit, and those values are gone, and so there's like nothing to stop the insanity from going up into the clouds. It's crazy. And we can, you know, we can teach the younger generations, you know, what you know what I've just mentioned there, and what it means, and and stuff like that. But so many of these young people today that will blow that advice, that speech, blow it off because they want to do things their own way. Okay, fine. Yeah. I mean, you're gonna learn. You're gonna learn your lessons one way or the other, and if you have to keep repeating a bad decision, you're going to keep being taught that lesson until you get it. If you don't get it, you're going to keep right on paying the price. You've got to think about what's going on. And as much as I am uh, am with it, I don't try to make any plans. Because my grandmother told me, if you want to hear God laugh, make a plan. I heard because that's an old. That's I heard that's an old Jewish wise phrase. Man plans, God laughs, something like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I think there's some truth to that. There's a lot of truth to it. Because how many times have you made a plan and it's gone against what you planned? Right. It's not your plan. It's God's plan. He has He has the plans for you. Yeah, I I was forced to memorize the Book of James NIV version yeah. when I was in like third grade or something by my mother when I was homeschooled. And I remember mm-hmm. you don't even know what's going to happen tomorrow. Rather say That's if it right. is the Lord's will, we will do this or that, go here or there. It's That's right. That's a good uh, sense of reality and humility, I think, to have mm-hmm. to keep. You are. I'm sure you Stay. are not guaranteed the next minute. Yeah. You are not guaranteed the next day or the week. Well, thank you, Rick. Nice to hear from you, man. Happy White History Month yeah. again to you. Right back at you, my friend. Thanks for the airtime. Always enjoy talking with you. Take care. God All right. bless. You as well. Very nice. By the way, uh, speaking of this foreign stuff that's going on, Big Bump says, fun fact about Rishi Sunak, the guy who I said may look mildly a little bit like my, my dad or something. He may have a little British in him or white in him, but he's Indian, and he could be the next prime minister of UK. Ugh. Him or this lady, Liz Truss, former liberal. I don't know, maybe she still is. This guy's parents were born in uh, Africa according to Big Bump, and I think according to Wikipedia, Kenya and Tanzania. Huh. That's Yashvir and Usha Sunak, both of Indian descent. His father, Yashvir, nice British name, not. Born and raised in the colony and protectorate of Kenya, present-day Kenya. I guess it was a British colony, right? While his mother, Usha, was born in Tanganyika, later became part of Tanzania. His grandparents were born in the Punjab province of British India, 
migrated from East Africa with their children to the UK in the 1960s. Yashvir was a general practitioner, Usha, pharmacist, ran a local pharmacy. Interesting, huh? I mean, they were working, maybe they were decent enough people, I don't know. But it's like, how about a white running a white country? Is that okay? Can we please have our countries back? Maybe if we beg. Uh, it makes me want to spit, honestly. I shouldn't even joke around like that. <sighs> so Liz Truss was a liberal Democrat until 1996, and then she became a so-called conservative, 1996 to present. Married Hugh O'Leary in 2000 and has two children, and yet she wants to be a play politician. And she's been playing politician for some time. Minister for Women and Equalities incumbent. How embarrassing that... You guys have a Minister of Women and Equalities, UK. I pray for you. We have a lot of problems here in America, very similar. Secretary and State for Justice. I'm talking about the resume of Liz Truss, Member of Parliament. Anyway, um, thank you, uh, Big Bump, for that info. By the way, in Sri Lanka yesterday, was it yesterday? The parliament vote promoted former Prime Minister Ranil Wickremesinghe to president. Wickremesinghe, or Wickremesing, whatever he says, whatever he is, who's already acting president will replace the one who fled the country after months of so-called protests. And they don't call them insurrection for some reason, even though we had a supposed insurrection that was very tame and mild. And only our people got killed, by the way. Certainly not an armed insurrection. <laughs> and I do not wish. Uh, <laughs> but anyway. Um, Wickramessing's first day on the job included little office merch, merch and plenty of protests. He's tasked with getting a handle on the country's mounting debt and inflation, trying to keep his new job. We'll see what happens, huh? Speaking of world leaders, you know they're worldly and they're not very leaderly. Italian Prime Minister Mario Draghi offered his resignation again after his coalition government failed. Italy could have elections sooner than expected. Whatever. This is funny, though. This is interesting. This... I've been wanting to cover. <laughs> Argentina. This is from the far left ladies female run skim, the skim outlet. S-K-I-M-M. The skim. Argentina. In its capital, Buenos Aires. Argentina. The capital is reportedly one of the first cities to ban. Ban. Gender-inclusive language in schools. Last month, the city's government banned teachers from using any gender-neutral words based Buenos Aires, like todix, instead of todas and todos. Todos. Todas. That's a... And I don't know. Is is Argentina the one that uses the lisp? Todas. Todos. I don't know. And... Bienvenidas, bienvenidos. They use instead of todas, todas or todos, 
They put Toad X S. Toad X. And Bienvenidas. Bienvenidos or Bienvenidas. They put Bienvenidas S. At sign S. I'm showing it on the screen. T O D X S instead of T O D O S or T O D A S. In Bienvenidos or Bienvenidas, they put B I E N V N V E N I D at symbol, like the at symbol for the uh, email address thing, with an S at the end. Remember Latinx? Latinx, they go even worse. They go even further over there in the Spanish speaking countries. Is Argentina Spanish speaking? I think so. Although Argentina has made efforts to support the LGBTQ plus community, which is not a community, communities are made of families, and families are made of married fathers and mothers with their children. Their own children that they made. I guess uh, you can allow a, a, a normal couple to adopt here and there. But that's what a family is. You're not my real father. You're not my real mother. The city's education minister, despite those efforts to support, meaning support the delusions and the, the evil, the misguidedness, the confusion of the LGBTQ plus community. <laughs> Although they've made efforts to support that mess, support the evil inside of those people, not support the people themselves. The city's education minister says the gender-inclusive language goes against Spanish grammar, where the default gender is masculine and can lead to poor reading skills. Activists and organizations are suing to overturn the ruling. Those activists, the language is so important to deceive people. And so they call it pro-choice. No, you're pro-killing babies. You're not pro-choice. You're pro-killing the babies. You're putting the woman as God. Oh, I decide who lives or dies. You know, that's an example of them manipulating the language. Uh, intellectuals will trick you. Satan will trick you. If you forget right and wrong. Um, activists and organizations are suing to overturn the ruling. The gender-inclusive language, delusional language, changes have faced an uphill battle in other parts of the world, too, like Mexico, Peru. Brazil, and France. Oh, do they speak Portuguese? I don't know. Uh, the at sign, according to Nick, host of Nick's stream, check him out on YouTube, Nick's stream. The at sign in Spanish is arroba. Arroba. Bienvenida arrobas. <laughs> is that how they say it? Instead of bienvenidos or bienvenidas, they say bienvenida arrobas. <laughs> he's not sure he's speculating and uh, who knows uh, so to me it's funny or interesting nice todas or todos todex todex is todex ese Great pronunciation, hey, says Canadian David. Well, thank you. <laughs> oh, man. 
Let's read a super chat or two here, guys. Ogden Bell says it's says that it's Robin Williams' birthday. Is it really? Robin Williams. He's dead. Why are you so? Well, you're not celebrating. He's just saying that it is. Born July 21st, 1951. Dead, dead, dead. Sorry, kids. August 11th, 2014. Wow. Was it that re- that long ago? No way. He died in 2014? It feels much more recent than that. Because that was like less than a year after I started working as producer here at Bond in Los Angeles. I thought it was much more recent than that. Wow, thank you, Ogden Bell. Man. Danimal over there on streamlabs.com slash the Hague Report. And shout out to Danimal. Is he a Kiwi? Or is he from Australia? Or something else? Robin Williams, by the way, is a... Was Robin McLaurin Williams. I mean, he killed himself. His name is Robin. Who would, what man would want to be called Robin? Think of, I never thought about that before. Huh. Well, rest in peace, Robin Williams. I know it's like a several years late, eight years later, almost. He died in Men's History Month before Men's History Month was established. You could have lasted, man. There's no need for hanging yourself. Did he hang himself? He was a comedian who I didn't, I never really watched much of his comedy or any of his comedy. I didn't like him as an actor, really. Was he a fantastic actor? Lord Bibby42 says so, so he's real news. Don't listen to Hake. <laughs> I didn't really like his stuff. I didn't like his face. I didn't like his way of being. I didn't like his dressing up as a woman. I didn't like his being an old, fat, Peter Pan, <laughs> although I did like that movie Hook. I didn't like uh, that Miss Misery uh, movie. He wasn't funny at all, says Stephen Gitano. <laughs> anyway, uh, enough bashing of a dead man, dead male. He needed silent prayer. He said, according to uh, somebody I heard, overheard, that he said, Check on the people who seem good, who seem that they, like they're fine. Apparently that idea didn't help, huh? Danimal over there on streamlabs.com slash the Hake Report. Welcome back and happy birthday, Hake. To real, too real for YouTube, I think is what he's saying. Thank you, man. Too real for YouTube. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they punish men who are too manly, too real, too honest, too truthful. They go form a lynch mob. That's why they formed all these lynch mobs against Trump. You know, anytime the, the liberals were mad at Trump is because he was telling something true. It's true. Look it up or look into it if you don't know. Thank you, Super Chatters, and uh, thank you um, for the little tip. Mrs. Doubtfire was pretty good. Take that back. Get out of my chat. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I didn't really like it, though. I've seen it once or twice. I prefer that one with that simp. Uh, I prefer that movie uh, that was not with him. It was with Harrison Ford, who turned into a total... Um, The Fugitive. I liked that movie for some reason. I was a kid. 
Maybe it was a... I don't even know if I was 13 yet. Is that a PG-13 movie? Anyway, this is interesting. This is, uh... Civil War? Political violence? I disavow. The far-left Morning Brew reports a stat. 20% of U.S. adults say that political violence is justified in some circumstances. Huh. Huh. Maybe that's because the media, who are not Christians, were all celebrating the punch Nazis meme because Antifa was hitting a relatively decent and tame and mild-mannered white people who don't sufficiently hate whites in their minds. Remember when Richard Spencer got sucker punched and they were punching all kinds of free speech minded people, even like normie, nice conservatives. They were like trying to attack them and shut them down. They hated, um, they hate Trump and Trump supporters. They hate America. Antifa does. And so does the mainstream media. They do. Yeah, they're enemies of America. They really are. And so those people support violence against real American minded or decent people who kind of love America, you know? Yeah. So they, maybe those are the people who think sometimes violence is, political violence is justified sometimes. Per a new survey from UC Davis. And maybe there's some people who are, who want to be for what's right. You know, there was a caller who, from like Utah or somewhere. It's called my show and Jesse's show. He's like, man, I think we need civil war. We need Matt Walsh to lead us into civil war. <laughs> Matt Walsh. <laughs> And he, he doesn't, because he's blind, spiritually blind, he sees no hope. And he thinks that, oh, yeah, we need to go to war. Like, that's going to be good. Civil war was not good for America. The so-called, you know, the war between the states. The war of northern aggression, I heard, is what it was called. We went to war to stay united. How united are we, really? I think we're worse off for the civil war, maybe, in many ways. Half of the respondents say they expect the uh, United States to break out in civil war soon. I think, I think that's, I don't know. I mean, we have, a, we have a spiritual war going on, and people do get murdered in the name of politics, especially Antifa attacks and murders people. Black Lives Matter does. Black Lives Matter-inspired uh, useful idiots, you know, like many blacks. Na- former Nation of Islam people, former different, different things, have done things like that. Former black Hebrew Israelite did one, like, cop killing or something, or cop massacre, really. Back in, like, July of 2014, maybe? Yeah, wild. Baton Rouge, Louisiana, I think Dallas, Texas, it was, like, within a week or two or a few of them. Multiple cop massacres, I think. So in some ways, we already have, like, a so-called civil war going on. Because the country's so divided, evil. So many people are evil. Like, all the liberals are evil, practically, I think. And then almost all the conservatives are are evil, too. That's why they lose, you know? Weak. Look, we get... We get that standing upright in, in the, after the plane lands is divisive, but the violence is, is the violence really the answer? Asks Morning Brew. They're trying to make a joke. And, you know, they pretend, oh, it was an insurrection at the Capitol after the, uh, after the uh, election shenanigans, right? January 6th, 2022, 2021, I mean. 
Political, is that political violence? Mostly it was cops attacking the mostly peaceful capital protesters, I think. So I saw these headlines, and this is funny, and it should restore your trust or your faith or your appreciation a little bit uh, in Trump. I saw this from the Washington Compost. A couple of little headline slash push notification things to my uh, phone from Apple News. <laughs> The Washington Compost says outtakes of a Trump speech so show that he struggled to condemn the January 6th riot, even a day after. Well, isn't that nice? Isn't that? I love Trump. <laughs> Washington Compost, even a day after January 6th, Trump balked, balked, B-A-L-K-E-D, meaning he poo-pooed the idea. That's a better word, balked, at condemning the violence. One day after the last rioter had left the U.S. Capitol on January 6, 2021, President Donald J. Trump's advisors urged, and I presume they're saying urged him to condemn the violence. Right on, Trump. Isn't that nice? I say that's nice. And you know, this is something that the January 6th phony committee of all Democrats and two rhinos who are anti-Trump rhinos, never Trumpers, sleazy, sleazebags. If you will pardon me, adults with children, don't say sleazebags, kids. Do as I say, not as I do, or something. Uh, funny, huh? Funny, in my opinion. Uh, I appreciate that. And, you know, speaking of January 6th, I saw this funny Brit Hume tweet. Based Brit Hume, he's a Fox News guy, and I jokingly call him based. I use the term based liberally. Kevin Howe knows this. Uh, um, he tweeted this. Let's see if I can find it. J6 anxiety. I was perusing the, the great John R. Lott Jr.'s Twitter feed, and he retweeted this from Britt Hume. And Britt Hume quote-tweeted a woman, Patricia Zangerle, who wrote, tweeted out a photograph of some patriotic people walking around in, in beautiful Washington, D.C., I think. And this Reuters Zangerle lady, and I use the term loosely, says, Yikes! Writes, Yikes! I just saw this gang walking around the Capitol the Capitol building, and had a wave of hashtag Jan 6 anxiety. <laughs> so yesterday morning, or morning my time anyway, noontime, early afternoon, Brit Hume's time, I think, Brit Hume mocked her, quote tweeting this and said, because what could be more frightening than a handful of people waving American flags? The tweet is, he wrote if, but the tweet is from a Reuters reporter. And John R. Lott Jr., based Dr. John R. Lott Jr., Ph.D., retweeted this. Can you zoom into that photograph there? Because I want to show the people, these people, who are waving these flags and they're holding a sign, you know, like a banner. Two of them are holding this banner. And it's this old dude in shorts, all skinny, looking like an American patriotic hippie guy. It says 1776 Restoration Movement, and a, and a lady, 
like an older lady. You know, they're probably Gen Xers, maybe boomers. Pretty fit. That guy is fit. And these are like old folks. Like literally all of them are old except for one guy who's maybe 20 or 20 or 30 or maybe 40. But the rest of them are like boomers and Gen Xers. Zoom in even more if you can on this. Oh my gosh. Just like on the people, like just encapsulate the people. Look at this, guys. <laughs> this is what the ladies. I'm acting a little silly here, but this is what this Reuters woman. And I've told you that Reuters is extremely far left, off the deep end, liberal. Uh, she's having hashtag Jan6. J A N. January's. Look at him, like white hair. Uh. Maybe one guy's black. I see one black guy. That guy's black, huh? Nice. Right on. Good looking. Um, show the people in the front, if you can. 1770, or just expand, uh, to encapsulate all of them, if you can. Um, <laughs> Jan 6 anxiety. Oh, my gosh. And you know what? I did hear that January 6th was very traumatic for many journalists <laughs> who covered it. That's funny, huh? One, I count, okay, in the picture, in your picture that you're seeing, there's, there's one person off to the right who's behind them, but uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight people. Maybe more who are in the background, but Patricia's angrily, yikes, just saw this gang. She called them a gang. <laughs> Walking around the Capitol. 1776 Restoration. Restorationmovement.com. Let me look at this up. And Movement.com. Maybe she's trolling. But I've heard that there have been people who were traumatized emotionally. Uh, let me look. 1776. RestorationMovement.com? Because Restoration Movement doesn't do you anything. Okay, 1776 RestorationMovement.com. They want, like, a, the voice for the people. Santa's helpers. U- mission statement. Redress of grievances. Videos donate. Financial and messages. Promises made. Promises kept. Ca- take the oath to uphold the Constitution. Facebook. Online auction. It's such a, like, this boomer website. Or Gen X website. Isn't that nice? Oh, Stu Peters show. Hey, shout out to Stu Peters. Uh, he's a guy who spoke at the Groyper conference. He got a little animated, heated. But he was a... You know, I think he's kind of for what's right, I think. <laughs> uh, there it is. Look at these people. That's what the lady is traumatized, has all this anxiety over. And she's part of the media. Talk about passing on, talk about as a woman passing on your fears to the people. Zangerle, what type of name is that? Patricia Zangerle. Zangerle. Let me see. Let me see here. Um, lucky wife slash parent, lover of ducks. Y-N-W-A, L-G-M. Mostly Washington. Uh, 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 uh. Is she young? Is she old? I can't tell. But, uh, anyway, that was f- really funny to me. 
if you're wa- if you're looking at the video feed, just picture like tea party types. If you're, I mean, if you're listening to the audio feed and you can't see the video, it's basically like tea party types, and it's you know it's a little sparse, little uh, protest slash show of patriotism. Isn't that nice? And this woman has January six anxiety, and Brit Hume is mock- rightly mocking them. Brit Hume, I'm kidding about him being based. I like him, but you know he's kissed up to. The notion that, oh, Trump is so terrible. He's so heartless or something like that. And, uh, okay, so now I need to show another funny little meme thing that I saw. Clip 11. Let's play this clip 11. You might have seen it at the beginning of the show. This is silent video because it's not really a video. It's a GIF or a GIF, but I call it GIF. Some of you guys call it GIF. I think the GIF inventor called it GIF. So, in your face. But, um, I think this is a GIF meme tweet of, like, TV, media, anthropomorphized. Hey, anthropomorphic. (laughs) A TV with, like, women legs and a whip. Okay, kids, this may not be kid-friendly. Being like a dominatrix, sorry, kids, on the brain. And then it's the brain, like, crouching down. And so it's the media, TV, uh, showing, like, fear, brain, China virus, hysteria, climate change, uh, January 6th. They're not, they may not be doing all that stuff, but it's showing, like, hysteria and trying to, trying to make this, the brain hysterical, the mind hysterical, through constant fear-mongering. You know, the mainstream media, don't follow sensible logic and calm be afraid <laughs> look uh why, look at this video here it is lies china virus news lies news isn't that <laughs> sorry kids it's pretty vulgar but it's like a uh it's like a gross kinky sex thing and it's funny because i'm the only one one who liked that tweet by the way Crazy. David Singleton says, you're getting too deep in it. I don't know if he's talking to me. But anyway. I think that's, there's some truth to that, right? Isn't that meme pretty deep? I love boomer memes or Gen X memes. Nice. Patriotic. Constant, they, they constant manufacture racism they've been pushing, says Damien H. Yeah. Typical marriage, says Billy Bob. I know, yeah. Woman being scared and freaking out and like, no, calm down. Calm down. Right? And the men, but the men like cower, cower and cater and cave. Uh, sorry, kids. Sorry, kids. Not good. But anyway, the ladies at the skim. Moving on. Let's be, let's be, uh. Mature. What apparently needs to be spelled out, according to the ladies at the skim, is that the, uh, the vice president can't decide elections. And this is a dig against Trump's wanting Mike Pence. To, I hope he does the right thing, Trump said about his vice president, Mike Pence. Yesterday, a group of 16 so-called senators unveiled 
what could be the first bipartisan legislation aimed at stopping a repeat of January 6th, 2021. That includes a bill that would review an 1887 law and clarify that the vice president's job when certifying an election is solely, solely, solely ministerial, only ministerial. And that they have no power to adjudicate disputes over electors. Like what Trump and many others, some thought that Pence could or should do. The announcement comes in response to our greatest president, and he is, he really is, Donald J. Trump, his pressuring of then-Vice President Mike Pence, whom I still like, a lot of you guys don't. I'm not saying I'm going to support him and what he does or says. I don't even necessarily support everything Trump says or does, right? Of course I don't. But I, on the whole, I'm with Trump. I'm not necessarily with Pence, but I still do like him and appreciate some things about him. Remember how he handled cackling Kamala Harris? He, he did surprisingly well against her in that debate. Not that the debate means anything, but to me it was a nice symbol of a man just putting a smack down on the woman. Metaphysically, of course. Metaphysically. Right? I, I appreciated that about him. Uh, Trump was pressuring Pence to overturn the 2020 election. Shenanigans. They leave out the word shenanigans for some reason. I guess they... Call it a free and fair election. <laughs> Pence stinks, says, say some people. Anyway, today, as you, uh, as you guys know, I don't know if it's going on now. No, it's supposed to go on prime time, right? 5 Pacific, 8 Eastern. Today's the last scheduled January 6th, hashtag Jan 6 hearing. And it's going, to, it's going prime time at 8 Eastern. It's expected to focus on what... Former pre- they call him former, our, they mean our greatest president, Donald J. Trump, was doing in the 187 minutes while rioters stormed the Capitol and just totally mo- or mostly peaceful protesters, by and large, it was what they were, who came into the Capitol building. And the cops, as Cortez said, Sandy Cortez said, uh, they let them in, they waved them in. Yep, they did, in many cases. In some cases, they were trying to keep them away, you know, direct them away from endangering whatever. You know, who, who knows? Who cares? It's ancient history, really. So anyway, I want to get to this, uh, this article that I touched on yesterday from Relevant Magazine. And I don't have any pictures of it, but... Uh, <laughs> But, yeah, let me, yeah, let me cover it. I know we're not, we don't have a whole whole lot of time. That's why I'm hesitating, hemming and hawing. But I I covered this a little bit. Should, uh, should you stay friends with your ex, asks Relevant Magazine. And it's by this Mark Bollinger guy who's been married to his wife, Bethany, since 08. They have two wild children, Logan and Noelle. They live in and love Cleveland, Ohio. Mark has a master's degree in pastoral counseling from Liberty Baptist Theological Seminary and writes full-time at applygodsword.com. 
no apostrophe in that, obviously, I guess. And, you know, he, he asked a few interesting questions. I would have thought the answer is basically no. Matt living the dream says he can't stay, men and women can't be friends. <laughs> it's either uh, girlfriend to wife or girlfriend to ex and leave her alone. Don't stay friends. But I don't know. Maybe there's exceptions to the rule. I don't know. But whatever. They, he asked questions like, did it end badly? Was the relationship quote-unquote serious? Or did you cross healthy sexual boundaries? Why is he using the term healthy? That's a liberal intellectual word. I guess because he went to school. Will this friendship hinder a new relationship from the beginning? It's a great question. Probably will. People who are not friends do not need to be your enemy. It's a good point. And other things, he says. But one of the words he says that I didn't point out that he said was, uh, if the relationship ended badly, there's a reason for it. Something about the two of you that does not mix. To think that that can work out as friends, you couldn't as a couple, is not logical. In many cases, the point of the breakup was to remove yourself from a toxic environment. What are you, a liberal? Why are you using the word toxic? That's a liberal word. Toxic environment. It was toxic. That's a sleazy way out of weaseling out of, of weaseling out of responsibility for you being wrong in it. Right? You know? Like, let's not blame anybody when it takes two to tango. It's both their faults, usually, right? Anyway, I wanted to bring out that point because he's these uh, intellectuals talk about this stuff. At least he mentions fornication. Both long-term dating and especially fornication will have bonded you with that person in ways that will never be broken if you continually remain around one another. To be restored from the sexual sin, he's, he calls it, or to move on from the long-term relationship, a healthy separation will be required. You know, they want to feel nice towards each other, so they just keep keep in touch, and they can't really let go, so they keep in touch, and then they get back together, and they break up, and that's a mess. What's the purpose of this friendship? Are either of us going to be helped by it, he asks. It's a good question. Are we growing and benefiting as individuals by remaining active friends? Does this friendship exist because we lack the courage to do what's better and truly move on from one another? Though this would, though this would be harder? That's a nice question, buddy. Good job, Bollinger. Or Bollinger. I wonder if he knows. If, I wonder if he's watching the Hake Report. Nice, huh? Normal people which are typically the people you will want to date, do not want to commit to someone who still hangs around their ex. <laughs> Another good point, buddy. Right on. Wow, wisdom in, in far-left fake Christian relevant magazine? Huh. Or is that wisdom? I don't know. It doesn't... I guess it's kind of common sense. Not all relationships end in a conflagration. What's conflagration? Police sirens or a flurry of mean-spirited posts. You have to shamefully delete later. <laughs> when a relationship does explode, it doesn't really... It really shouldn't be a debate if the two of you should remain friends. Your, people who are, your, who are not your friends do not need to be your enemy. You know, like, I have friends. I, don't, I see them maybe once a year, if that. We don't talk much, but we're still, like, friends. And those are just normal friends, not female friends. Anyway, 
if you do feel it's the healthiest route, I hate when they use the term health for uh, wise or, or protecting yourself and stuff like that. Stop using that word healthy and stop using that word toxic. Those, re- re- those relate to like food or your body. Your body's healthy. H- food is not even healthy food. I think that's a misnomer. Am I right, grammar snobs? It's called healthful. Healthful. So this guy doesn't even really answer. He just tells you what questions to ask so you can answer for yourself, I guess. In a summary, the main points to consider when deciding if you should remain friends with your ex are, will this friendship help, help both of you if you continue to move moving forward? Will this friendship continue giving both of you the best possibility to find, of finding a future spouse? Which I don't know if... <clears throat> that's really the good idea to think that way because you're, the point of your life is not necessarily to find a spouse. People get hung up on that as if that's the end all. I don't think that's directing them to wrong thinking, Mr. Bollinger. Bollinger. And most important, will, this, will continuing this friendship be the most honoring decision you can make for Christ? Oh gosh, those Christians. And I'm a Christian, but... Get out of here! Calling it honoring of Christ. I, I get his point. You're wrong, Hake. Healthful is not the right thing. I think it's healthful. Food can be healthful. Food cannot be healthy unless the animal that you killed was healthy before you killed it. But it's no longer healthy. It's dead. Dead. Dead! And then it's healthful for you, I think. But honoring Christ... <laughs> To me, I think that these people who say that, I don't know. I don't want to be all judgmental. I can't help it. Honoring of Christ. I think that that's like they're worshiping each other and worshiping the relationship and and all caught up in this and they feel guilty about it. They want to be honoring of Christ. But really, they're... Uh, Christ is like the last thing on your mind. You know what I mean? With relationships, I think. But it's, it's nice. It's a nice intent. I think. Hey, take a call. It's too late to take a call, man. Uh, it's 10.56. We're past the t- time. But I wanted to point that out. Uh, two little headlines that I wanted to show. I don't, uh, just in a, one minute to show you. Um, two, two or three little things. This is from the far left female run out of the skim. And it's also an, a deadline headline. Uh, who's playing Belle in ABC's Beauty and the Beast? Another POC woman, WOC, woman of color, colonizing white culture. Right? Isn't Beauty and the Beast a white thing? Is it French or something like that? Ladies and gentlemen, her, H-E-R. I don't know how to pronounce that. But if you zoom in, I, is that a black lady? Is that a little, this dainty little uh, lady with big old hair? Looks like a woman of color, right? H-E-R. I don't know anything about H-E-R. Is that a singer or something? Yeah. So, so, yeah, it's a singer. Well, congratulations, but I think Belle in Beauty and the Beast was like a French lady, right? I think. Something like that. 
And, uh, and another one. This one is worse. Even worse. Vulgar black female propped up culture. Why we're excited is shpeep. The far left females at the skim celebrate this woman named Issa Rae. And it's, and I censored it for the children. There is this billboard outside of Bond somewhere around, out here on Pico Boulevard. Talking about rap shpeep. S-H exclamation mark T instead of the I. It's like an upside down I. Talk about vulgar, huh? So shameful. Just degenerate culture. And these black females are like at the forefront of it. That's not good. Ladies, come on. They need men. Upstanding men. But Belle can read. (laughs) Anyway, guys, this has been the Hake Report. Hope you uh, enjoyed it. If not, two. Thehakereport.com. Catch... Women's Forum, third Thursday of the month. That's tonight, 7 p.m. at Bond in Los Angeles. Rebuildingtheman.com slash events. 800-411-BOND, 1-800-411-2663. For info related to counseling, donation, uh, bond-related stuff, very nice. Um, It's pronounced her. They like her because she can play guitar, I hear. (laughs) Uh, See you tomorrow, hopefully. Friday, nice loosey-goosey Friday show, hopefully. Um... Take care, guys. Bye.